0: right now, um, yeah, it's been an interesting morning already, if I'm being honest, I, um, I'm going to talk about something I don't normally talk about, I mean, I've recorded episodes that I haven't published about this, but um, yeah, the, the guy who pretty much broke my heart last year, I have not been communicating with intentionally, because it was no good for me, and this is part of where my... I'm always lecturing you guys to take care of yourselves first. This is something that I have to remind myself daily or I would get engaged in, in conversation and, and stress that's unneeded for me if I allowed him back into my life at this point. And, and someday I will. I mean, if there isn't an ex that I'm not friendly with and I take pride in that. Um but this one was this one was tough, and recently, and I don't know all the circumstances, but he was exposed to someone killing themselves in front of him, and he's suffering you know he's there's a lot of pain and and grief and um he reached out to me and There's two Bobbies, right? There's Bobby the ex at this point, and then there's Bobby the human being. And I want to be a human being. I want to be a good human being. I want to be empathetic to him. I want to be a good friend to him. But unfortunately, I'm not at that place yet where I can be completely, you know, I I just can't do it. It's It's not good for me. It'll getting getting back in a lot of dialogue or engagement with him will just it, it will set me back. And I know this about myself and I guess that's why I'm sharing it with you. So that if you're ever in this situation, um it's freaking hard, but it's the right thing to do. And um you know, because he kept reaching out, I didn't want to be a jerk and ignore him. Because I don't I don't feel like First of all, I don't feel like being a jerk. I don't feel like he or anybody else deserves that kind of treatment. So I just kind of had put myself in a bubble. And it's been, I think, almost eight months since we we had any um real communication. Our clean date is the same. And he did text me on our clean date, which I will give him props for that. Because if he didn't, I think I would have never talked to him again. <laughs> Honestly, that would have totally pissed me off. But uh So I finally sat down and I wrote him a note the other day and I was like, listen, this is this is like why I can't be your friend right now and this is, you know, this is what happened then and then even in your style of communicating with me wasn't working for me. It was very, in my opinion, self-centered on his part. Like he's struggling with this situation and, you know, wants to reach out for for help from me so then there's this gambler gambler dynamic right because you don't I want to help gamblers you know and I don't know I don't know enough about him anymore to know what he's thinking you know does he I, I doubt because his life's mission and work is to help other gamblers as well I don't think that he would go back out but I also don't well, you know what, I can't control it anyway. I'm glad I'm talking about this. Even if I was like there and let him grieve with me and blah blah blah. Whether he chose to gamble or not is out of my control. Good. Thank you for letting me talk about this. So anyway, he finally wrote back and um you know <laughs> you know how someone could just push your buttons and you wanna react and and he, he was hitting some of those buttons and i don't think i honestly don't believe it's like malicious and 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 don't get me wrong it wasn't about me it was just knowing that i think he knows that i still care that freaking much that um i'd want to help him so he, he's kind of tugging on my heartstrings a little bit so i just went from the gut and and You know, send them back a note this morning on video like, hey, I'm sorry that this is happening and, you know, you're having these feelings, but it's not my responsibility. And I'm sharing this with you because you're going to encounter if you're trying to quit and you're trying to remove uh, people that might be toxic for you in your life, you, you have to set up those boundaries. I know I'm always talking about boundaries. I'm always talking about putting yourself first. And it's because we need to do this to move forward. And, and again, it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, I For me, I did take, you know, all these months to get myself in a place. And, and this is more of that work, guys, that I do in the background, the meditating, the... um. I play. I learned this from from the Asia trip. I play that music list of songs to meditate to and imagine. And one of the songs, I send him love and kindness. Like that's the visualization I put towards it. So that, um, I send him love and kindness and forgiveness because I don't want to be, like, I, I first of all I don't want to be a hypocrite. Like I truly believe that. If we forgive and move on and we let go and don't resent, like I don't resent him. I think there's so, there's so freaking many things. Like I have a list <laughs> written in the draft of my book of all the things I'm grateful for knowing him for. And I am definitely a way better person for knowing him. And I'm I'm just grateful for that. But I have to leave it at that. And I don't know if I'm telling you just to tell you, or if I'm telling you in part to remind myself. So, um, I think I feel okay about the message I sent him today. I don't believe that he'll actually understand my perspective because that was that was an obstacle. The last few months we were communicating, and and I've said as much as like I can say I love you, and you hear I hate I hate you. Like that's how disjointed our communication had gotten. So I did the best I could today, guys. I, I really did. And, um, you know, it'll be what it'll be, but I have to feel good about my choices. I have to feel good about protecting myself. I have to feel good about, you know, loving other people and doing what I can within my capacity. And that's what I feel like I did this morning. But it's still heavy. And I just had to download it and... You guys have gotten all my other heavy downloads. So, um, yeah, moving on to today's reading. We got our quote from Charles Pagoy. Pagoy. Freedom is a system based on courage. Perhaps the most difficult thing to reclaim is our Freedom. During active addiction, freedom was often a word we used to rationalize sick behavior and avoid being responsible for ourselves. We lost all hope and happiness and growth, of happiness and growth. Now, now we know that true freedom only comes from the courageous act of surrender. When we accept God's help in defeating our addiction, we we find again the supreme freedom and happiness that come to Come to one who has overcome the impossible. With our new courage and with the help of our higher power, we're learning to share our freedom and happiness with others. Today, let me be grateful for all of God's remarkable freedom-producing gifts. How happy I am to be a part of your world. Freedom. Freedom from the addiction. Wow. So anybody out there that has any... Any sobriety, clean date, whatever, you know, time away from that circle, that vicious freaking circle that we get trapped in. It still blows my mind, I'll be honest. It totally blows my mind to think about, and and I have to think about this in order to serve you. I try to remember what it's like to be in that every day I need to go bet or how it felt like the car drove itself to the casino, even though I really meant to go to volleyball that night or I'd hang up the phone with Davey and tell him good night. And then I'd get dressed and sneak off to the casino when he was working third shift. Like how do you get out of all that perpetual action and, and lies and craziness how, how how did i get out of that how did i freaking escape it it just blows my mind because it feels so hopeless like this is my life and and it feels like it's own form of prison so this this freedom part for me has been one of the biggest things is no more lies no more hiding no more stealing, no more living, like, a double life. Like, once, <laughs> once all that went away, it was the most freeing thing ever. Sitting here being vulnerable and raw and ugly with you guys, like, ugly in the sense that, you know, I'm, I don't show up picture-perfect, but that's freeing. It's freeing to be Bobby the way Bobby was meant to be, you know, Bobby the awesome. That's that's what that's where I'm at and that's how it's going to be. My life is going to be awesome. No kidding's going to be awesome. The impact I hope to have on the world will be awesome. So, that's the frame of mind that I have today, and it's only because I'm free from the addiction. I That doesn't mean I get to forget it ever happened, but I'm free from those vicious cycles and that crazy craziness. And I hope that everybody out there that may not have found that freedom yet does. You know, I wish that for everyone. Because it's once once we escape those... Those circles and that pattern, there's this, it's like there's this big cloud over us when we're gambling. And when we come out and we can start seeing the sun and get on that path, that path towards, you know, the happiness and fulfillment and joy, it's it's like night and day and it is freeing you know i'm picturing a scene right now of like running through a field of poppies like on wizard of oz it's it feels that way and it it mentions surrender in here and we just talked about this last night at at our training when we were talking about addiction that when with the 12-step model, with GA, AA, any of that, and the, and the step work about being powerless over our addiction, and this is where my, my mind is evolving and I'm trying to be more open-minded to a different way of thinking, and it's because of what I'm about to say, is if we want people to have productive, healthy, positive lives that they deserve and are worth having, I will mention that again, you deserve that, I deserve that, we all deserve a free, you know, beautiful life, um, we have to take back the power. We have to own our everything. So and it almost feels, and, and listen, I am not putting down 12-step. 12 12-step 12 has such a value. You know that I feel strongly about that because it changed my life. It just may not resonate with everyone. And and it could be because, because of the statement. Here we go with the yuans again. Um, because if you get in this mentality that you're powerless over the addiction and that powerless word is hanging in your mind, then it's hard to think of having the power to take back your life, the power to find the freedom the power to you know step forward out of out of that darkness, and it's it's just a matter of reframing and feeling good about that. It seems though that and this is where I think the twelve steps and a lot of the culture of recovery has it really, really right, just like this reading, is that surrender. And I don't know that surrender is being powerless, though. I think you're almost in power when you're surrendering because you know or or you think or you at least try, like by relinquishing the power of trying to control the things that you can't. And maybe that's more on the outside of the gambling. So... If something stressed me out. So, like, let's say that just this morning, this morning's kind of stressing me out. I can't, I have to just surrender to that situation. I did the best I could with it. I don't need to control it. I can't control how he feels. I can't control how he communicates. I have the power to feel good about how I communicated this morning. And I'm I'm just surrendering to the fact that I... I can move on. I can. I can. All right. I'm trying to think of how to explain this the best because my brain is definitely racing this morning, and and I apologize for that. But just bear with me while I while I process this a little. I could have allowed this to. Make me powerless. I could have started my whole day miserable and and having that feeling of angst and not talking to you about it. Like, this is the first time I'm really talking to you about it out loud. Um, not because it was a secret, but just because, well, a couple reasons. I didn't want to come across passive-aggressive if he was listening because it's not really about that. Um, But again, I have to surrender to the fact that I can't control his feelings. But I could have, had I not surrendered to the fact that the situation is the way it is, my morning would be shitty. I wouldn't have you to talk to. I would be miserable. And once you're miserable, it sets the tone for the day. And then misery builds on misery, in my opinion. And I could I could go bet to numb all that, right? But no, I'm going to just give it up. Dear universe, please help me deal with this. I can't carry this load because it drags me down. It fills my fucking suitcase. It fills my fucking bucket. And it's so heavy or it could be so heavy if I don't give it to you, universe, that maybe I want to jump off the mountain with the fucking suitcase. Like, that's what it could do. And that's what leads us back to the bet or back to the drink or back to the whatever it is. And um, you know it's it's freeing to not feel that way, to not feel um, that I don't that I'm not equipped to deal with this situation. So I'm taking back the power on the situation. I know I'm saying, it sounds like I'm saying two different things, right? Like I, I'm i relinquishing the power by giving it up, but then I feel like I'm in a place of power for owning my own life and taking care of myself and making myself a priority. And if I'm being confusing, I'm sorry for that. <laughs> but I feel like, and and power doesn't, in my mind, like even just saying the word, it makes me think of like a king on the top of a building um, looking over his kingdom. That's not what I mean by power. But the ability to make up my mind independently and to feel good about my decisions, that power, the power to be loving and kind and gracious and the power to choose between gratitude and misery. Gratitude and fear. And and I need to give up the shit. That's the surrender piece. Like, this is gonna play out the way it's supposed to play out. I can't control it in the sense of um how like I I I don't know if you've ever felt this way, and this is what I'm about to say is kind of dirty not dirty like sexy dirty, but dirty. Have you ever, have you ever worded something or did something, and this is what I kind of mean by passive aggressive, to get a reaction or to not only get a reaction, but when you're trying to get a reaction, you're also then setting an expectation that you'll get that reaction. I don't know if you know what I mean. And, That is trying to control the situation. So I could have very easily in my communication this morning said, you know, told them all the stuff that I've been telling you guys for the last six, seven months. Um, You know, the pain of all the deaths and um, dealing with the whole dynamic of the Bob thing, you know, Corona just so many of my friends that I lost, just stuff, right? I could have, I could have made a video this morning and made it all poor me and flipped the script. I would have been trying to control it and then have an expectation that now it's like, okay, feel bad for me, blah, 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 you know, like, but I didn't do that. I didn't have a pissing contest. I wasn't passive aggressive. I just surrendered to, okay, let me just let me just do the best I can with the situation and move on. I'm not going to set expectations about his response or how I'm making him feel, like he has to own that. So that's that's kind of what I'm saying is instead of trying to own it. And, and hopefully my universe will take care of him. You know, he needs something. I mean, if it's bad enough to um, reach out to me after seven months, you know, there's something. There's some, he needs something. So I hope that higher power does that. It's, this is me surrendering to that instead of me trying to control it and fix it and have the power in that situation and in that context. And yes, I'm talking through my my morning and my situation and I just, you know what? My, my universe is letting me spill this, so it must be for a reason. And I'm going to go with that. <laughs> All right, gang, I think we're up to F day. <laughs> Self-care, self-devotion words that begin with an F. And when I posted it last night, it blew up, so... I will collect everyone's thoughts and share them with you tonight. Um, It may be later than usual because I'm going on my first photo shoot tonight. That'll be fun. And I really hope the photographer can, uh, you know, bring some justice. I got the blonde hair and the blue eyes going for me, but I just feel like my nose is the size of a toucan on film or video. So I got to get over that fear. There we go, Bobby being completely transparent. So hopefully this photographer will do me justice. And uh, hopefully the evening cools off a little because she's pregnant and I don't want to, like, give her a heat stroke just to take my picture. (laughs) Anyway, have a fabulous day, everyone. Um, Before I go, I'm going to just give a shout-out to Miss Allison. She's uh, a friend of mine from, God, it's probably been 15 years and it's her birthday today. And I know I probably shouldn't call it out, but I guess the gambler in me still loves that it's seven seven, and I have another birthday coming up that is uh seven eleven which is another you know I'm not trying to do a pain point, but it's probably my gamblingness that makes me remember these two people's birthdays more than most, which I guess the bright side is I remember their birthdays, I guess the bad side is that I equate them with uh some of my favorite slot machines. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I'm a work in progress, guy. <laughs> All right. Have a fabulous day. I'll talk to you tonight. Thanks for listening.